Global India Network. Print, TV, events, podcasts. Find out more at globalindianseries.com. Mama, why do you still use diapers? Why is your chest so big? Daddy, do you know my friends were kissing each other on the lips in the bus today? Mama, Arav was asking me if I can be his girlfriend. How did the baby come inside your tummy, Mama? Hello parents, welcome to Partners in Upbringing, a global Indian series podcast. I'm Kalyani and I'm Himani and we are moms just like you, always on the lookout to better ourselves as parents. We love to know about the latest developments, sometimes address pain points or sometimes just feed our curiosity in areas related to parenting. And to do so, of course, we read and research, but we also talk to experts from the field and inspiring fellow parents on a variety of topics and we bring them to you through this podcast. So as the name suggests, we are your partners in upbringing. If you are a busy parent who wants to give the best to your child, you have arrived at the right place. All you need to do is subscribe to Partners in Upbringing on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast or any of your other favorite podcasting app or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Partners in Upbringing. This is our Silver Jubilee episode. So big one for us to have completed one year of podcasting successfully. Yay! A big thank you to all of you for supporting us with love and your encouragement all this while. Yes, thank you so much, all of you. And now coming to the topic, there are so many incidents when kids just startle us with questions which we do not expect from them and put us in awkward position at home or in public. <laughs> These are difficult questions to answer. And we don't want to give them the wrong information. So in the bargain, we kind of tend to, you know, avoid those questions. And yet again, they put us on a spot by asking the same questions to their friends or outsiders or even worse, they look up on the internet. It is very important to satisfy their curiosity in the right manner. So they are well equipped and they feel trusted. And the most important thing, the communication channel is always open between you and your child. And to help us with this delicate topic, awkward questions by kids, today we have with us Dr. Kumkum Jagdish from Bombay on behalf of Buoyancy Career Counseling. Dr. Kumkum is a clinical psychologist with extensive experience in counseling, mental health issues and parenting. And she is a parent herself having two lovely kids. But before we start this interesting conversation, let's take a minute to listen to our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ajit Kaikini, founding director at Buoyancy, an institute which has been recognized nationally and internationally by Rotary, Lions, Ratan Tata Trust and many more. We have had the privilege to empower thousands of children and parents since 27 years to be their best versions. We have shown great results as we help children to uncover their natural talents, unfold their relevant skills and finally to determine and unleash their potentials to help them to perform with ease. To know more, log on to www.buoyancycareercounseling.com. Be your best to better your best. Hello Kumkum, welcome to Partners in Upbringing. What a pleasure to have you with us today. Thank you so much and congratulations on your Silver Jubilee. <laughs> Thank you Thank Kumkum. You. <laughs> Thank you. So, 
as a parent i'm sure you must have also you know gone through this phase of answering these awkward questions and they don't really stop at any age <laughs> so our first thing was how to introduce the concept of love to kids because they have seen movies they have even in the cartoon films for example frozen they have seen you know a girl and boy kissing on on the lips and uh, of course there's a sense of curiosity because they know that this is not the same like what my mama does to me or my papa does to me or i can't do this to any of my friends just like that so how do we tackle introduce the concept of love to them so uh, you know introducing the concept of love is uh, something that uh, you know every child and every as human beings we all understand what love is we all feel it but we may not be aware of it especially you know younger children so communication is very very important as parents it is important uh, you know we already say that no i love you and then you know they say uh, they they tell us that they love us we hug them so they already know what love is so if a child asks you mama what is love then it is important to tell them that that is love mm-hmm. you know uh, love is when somebody cares for another person right love is when somebody makes you feel extra special or just makes you feel special love is something when uh, you know you want to share uh, something with somebody because you when you do that you feel really good about it like you know at home we we share our meals together we you know sit together and eat or we play games together we share mu- music together we listen to the same music or we watch the same movies when we have you know family movie nights so this is what love is when we go and visit our grandparents or when we go and visit our cousins you're so excited to see them and be with them and play with them even when you go down to you know play with your with your friends you're so happy right you care for them you want to help them so what i mean by saying these things is that you're normalizing it you're making it feel natural okay it is not something which is something out there only which is seen in movies only where you know something that girlfriends or boyfriends do you know it is some you as a parent we need to naturalize these things to our children not make it feel like you know it is extraordinary something that is beyond their reach something that they should not be doing it mm-hmm. it should not be something that they should feel ashamed of so as parents it is up to us to keep it normal to keep it natural and then you can also talk about how you know uh, the the bond that a pair that parents share okay mm. mama and papa have you know um, love for each other though they are not from the same family when they did get married they you know started caring for each other okay so explaining to them in a very simple term explaining to them in a in a way that they understand now when it comes to saying okay what is is it that only girlfriend and boyfriend are in love and then you see no it it doesn't have to be that way right mm-hmm. because you see that you can see love the best way to explain is if you have pets at home mm-hmm. see how we love the puppy or how we love the dog how we love the cat right mm-hmm. and then your child will say then mama if love is you know caring for somebody you know helping somebody then don't you love me because you scold me don't you love me because you don't allow me to have chocolates all the time then you say that no love is about you know caring for the other person also so that mm-hmm. you know you make them um uh, healthy so if you're going to have chocolates all the time you're not going to be healthy are you going to give your dog treats all the time no you have rules for your dog you have rules for your cat 
similarly even in love there are rules there are some things that you know we need we can do there are some things that we should not do so when we when we start explaining these things in simple terms giving examples from everyday things that are around you you know you will be able they will be able to um, you will be able to uh, explain it to them in a in a way that they will understand it um this is one experience which i had uh, just a few months ago uh-huh. uh one of my neighbor's son is 9 years old uh-huh. and uh, he didn't want to go and play on the playground uh-huh. so the mom was surprised and she said why He said because everybody who's there on the playground has a girlfriend or boyfriend and I don't have so I feel left out and I don't want to do that so I'll sit at home and I'll read or I'll watch TV. Yes. So uh having a girlfriend boyfriend at such an early age is becoming a normal nowadays. Yes. So how do we tackle this as a parent? So again you know talking to them about asking them first what do you mean by girlfriend? what do you mean by boyfriend when a, when a child talks to us in that manner or says things like that as parents we get very nervous we yes. get stressed out <laughs> we don't know what to say we don't know how to talk and our mind goes only in the romantic direction yes. or in the sexual way right so it is important for us to understand what is exactly in the child's mind what does a child mean like everybody has you know a girlfriend or a boyfriend and i don't have so understand that first first sort of you know clear your calm head down. calm down and then <laughs> ask your child what do you mean by that everybody has calm, a good calm down and stop imagining <laughs> yes correct yeah because ch- the child's imagination and the child's thought process is very very different compared to mm. us us so for example in uh, my daughter's school we had gone for an annual day function and there was this girl who got us a, a boy from her um, class and told her mother this is my boyfriend i'm going to sit with him to watch the program and uh, the mother was probably a little shocked okay mm. and she was taken aback and then another boy and another girl from the class came out and then the girl said yeah that is another boyfriend of mine and that is my girlfriend and they all went right so you don't know what the child is thinking about you don't know so it is important for us to first ask questions don't just assume hmm so understand what until what level has their imagination or concept of love or boyfriend and girlfriend is and then answer accordingly yes so ask them the questions what do you mean by girlfriend and boyfriend okay what do you mean by hmm. that everybody else has and you don't have? what is the reason you don't have are you finding it difficult to make friends it could just be that that she, baby the child is a little shy to talk or maybe the the child has you know older uh, friends and you know he or she is not able to adjust with the older group okay or uh, yeah. so it is important for us to first understand where is the child coming from and what is in the child's mind and then appropriately have these conversations mm. with the child and uh, what would be the right age to actually start about sex education yeah so again that depends on what is how mature is your child okay okay for some children maybe at the age of 10 or 11 some children at the age of mm-hmm. 13 14 some children at the age of 10 also they'll start asking you questions so mm-hmm. it depends on how they are asking you the questions in what situation are they asking you the questions and what who are their friends who are they hanging out with what are the friends talking amongst themselves what are the type of programs your child is watching 
right so you need to understand your child much better and understand what is the maturity of the child how many questions the child is asking you what type of questions and then decide if it is the right age or not for example uh, i was doing a session on you know talking to the complementary sex with the eighth standard students of a school and we were looking at sex and gender and i asked them you know do you know what is menstruation and they were all boys okay and they said no Hmm. So I my head I thought okay eighth standard students may know about it because I had explained to my uh, seventh standard I mean the my uh, son who is in the seventh standard about it and many of the girls in eighth standard already have their periods yes, yes exactly so none they said no so then the way I explained it to them was very different very general I just said these are some changes that happen in a woman's body. Okay. and i didn't really explain to them what it was so try to understand before you open up a topic understand what it is that right. you how what is the maturity level of the children another thing was especially when the kids are traveling in a bus with the other kids there would always be these kind of topics coming up at yes. different ages you know different these things come up so right now my kid is around 4 5 years old and what they are most excited about is poop poop and uh, you know <laughs> and all of that so these things yeah. are and when they grow it obviously they you know go to another so th- the point was that child will always be exposed to something or environments which you which are not in your control correct and yes. when they are come and ask you questions or when they use that kind of a language or those words what should be a parent's reaction to that first thing is to not to react <laughs> to calm down and first respond okay right take your time if you want take 5 minutes 10 minutes don't react don't give your answer if there is confusion in your mind second is not to judge or criticize the child for saying those things to you because if you judge or criticize or say something negative even like oh my god where did you hear this i mean you should not be saying these things or you know you should not you know your the uh, the kids in the bus should not have said these things so if you say something like that and the child senses some sort of a negativity or the way you react is not very you know positive then the child will not come and talk to you in the future right. the child will not open up to you the child may start hiding these things from you mm-hmm. so it is important for you to first build a connect with your child the child should understand that it is okay to talk to mama or papa about these things and they are not going to react when that happens then you are also building a sense of confidence in that child mm. you are also you know uh, telling the child that these things are natural and normal mm. because that will it will happen to every child as they are growing up as puberty sets in you know they are going to have a lot of thoughts they are going to have a lot of feelings there may be a lot of peer pressure and you need to create an environment where mm. your child should be able to come up and you know talk to you freely open up yeah. to you okay yeah. so your first reaction when a child comes and says something is to just ask a question as to how are you feeling about these things mm. why is the child coming and telling you these things because there is confusion in the child's head because the child may think that hey something is different here or something is wrong here and i want to understand more about this and he's coming to you for that support yeah uh, we were talking to a school teacher a few months ago and uh, she was teaching 7 year olds hmm. and there was an incident in the school as well wherein the kids were showing their private parts to each other or you know uh, maybe even touching them i mean there was not sure 
so as a parent how can you prepare yourself or the child for this as well so see seven year olds from anywhere between four to seven you know the children start getting they are very curious mm-hmm. they want to understand everything and private parts is one of the things they start getting very curious about okay yes so one Sometimes it even is even obsessed about it yes very obsessed so i have had parents asking me you know messaging me saying oh my god you know my son keeps touching my 3 year old son keeps touching his penis all the time and i have to keep telling him not to do it and you know he gets very angry but that is normal mm. that is what a 3 year old son or a daughter you know they will touch you know they will t- ask these questions they are exploring themselves they are exploring the world right mm. and we have to as parents say act natural and say that this is normal okay this is nothing to feel ashamed of it is nothing to feel you know like you shouldn't be talking to about this it is nothing to feel secretive about right mm-hmm. so it is the way we react is very important it is up to us how we explain it to them mm-hmm. the more we feel that oh my god this is disgusting this is something you should not do the more they will do it Because the same curiosity uh, even extends to mama why do you have such a big chest or yes, this kind of thing yes yes i mean my daughter has asked this to me a lot of times that why why is your chest so big and why is mine not yes and this and is my, the- like my father she's asked yeah. me this correct so. yes and this is the best time for you to talk about body parts at this age first mm. standard second standard third standard because this is when you start teaching them about what is safe touch what is unsafe touch mm-hmm. right so that this is the best this is a, like a, like you're also uh, educating them about their body parts you're telling them what parts are okay to be touched what parts are not okay to be touched so when you give them this education then this and this is the way they are also you're also preventing child abuse Mm-hmm. so yeah. your child is able to come and talk to you when if there is an any sort of an incident like that so we go to schools and we talk to young children and we and, and this is the best this is when you know the parents should use the correct name for the body parts mm. we try to disguise the names yes <laughs> or rather just postpone whenever you become 10 year old i'll answer this question this yes. is a very uh, common trend as well yes um so it is important it is important to tell them even you know as uh, small as 6 6 year 5 year olds you know it is important to tell them you know this is you are a boy and you know show them a picture of a swimsuit a, a person clad in a swimsuit right and uh, and tell them that you know all these areas which are covered in a swimsuit these are your private parts these mm. are something which is very sacred to you and only you can touch it mm. okay or you can allow your parents to touch it or a doctor under the supervision of your parents, parents okay or any caretaker it could be a grandmother if a grandmother or you know it can be any caretaker who can touch it and if you feel that if anybody asks you to touch their private parts or if you your private parts are being touched and and you're feeling very uncomfortable about it you have to tell me because mm. it is not good anything that makes you feel uncomfortable and the private parts could be the lips the chest area you know either the vagina the penis okay and you know it can be anything it can also be even forget the private parts it can also be if anybody is touching you inappropriately in any place yes. you you have the right to say no right 
right so these are small things that parents so so when you're saying when can we start talking about sex education first start talking about your body mm-hmm. as young as you know as they can start you know you can start communicating and as they can start understanding uh kumkum there was one uh, article which we were reading up and it said that uh, they encouraged parents to bathe with the kids uh, when the kids were you know babies and so so as to teach them that this is just normal body parts or even to change in front of the kids uh, at a young age but if you ask me i'm very uncomfortable doing that and at yes. the same so, time there are articles which also say that after 2 years old the child is able to understand Hmm. and doing things which like changing clothes or having a bath or even uh, you know maybe romancing at times in front of kids is should be avoided they will they they do start having memories of it and they and can they at that time <laughs> uh, can you like guide us through this what would be the right way to normalize see, things yeah see when you when i'm talking about normalizing it it means talking to the children in a very making it very simple for the children mm-hmm. making it easy to understand for the children explaining some terms if they don't understand it so if i'm talking to a let's say 3 year old 4 year old about let's say you know uh, where do babies come from okay then what then i'm going to use it, i'm going to make it very simple and i'm just going to say that you know babies come from the mother's belly okay and then if they if if i feel that they are a little more mature enough i may say probably you know it can or if they ask me get how does the baby get into yeah. the mother tummy then you can say that there is something called you know you can either say that there are eggs which sort of uh, develop into babies when uh, you know it's connected with a sperm and then they will be very happy they will not ask you more than that <laughs> so it depends on again their maturity level and how much of questions they ask so and that's what, what they, i'm saying age they are yeah So that's what I'm saying. Being simple, keep it as simple as possible. You don't have to go into the intricate details. So mm-hmm. when you're saying that people are sort of romantically, you know, involved in front of a child, it could be a little um, stressful for the child because it is not simple. The child is not understanding mm-hmm. what the child is seeing. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. so it is very important to understand the maturity level of the child. What is the age of the child? Is the child comfortable? when you're doing mm. those things that is very important what is your attitude towards it what mm. how are you feeling when you're talking to your child about it the child will pick up on all these cues as well the child will pick up on the non verbal cues as well mm. right so how are you going to educate the child in a safe manner which will instill confidence in the child and which will and also maintain their innocence <laughs> yes yeah exactly so this happened with me recently um I I had sanitary pads I had kept them and my daughter saw me huh. or disposing it basically huh. uh, and then she asked me I why are you still using diapers and why are your diapers like this huh. you know huh. I just told her that sometimes you know uh, I gave her some logic for the urination and something like that and I just you know kind of gave a full stop to that topic that conversation huh. but introducing menstruation Uh, again uh, at different ages how do we introduce or prepare our girls towards this kind of uh, experience that they would be having in the future yeah and sure. answer these questions at an early age <laughs> yes so this is a very very um, relevant question this is again i will tell you do be very straightforward stick to the facts be simple 
let it be age appropriate so for younger girls so even my daughter the, had the same situation with her where she saw my uh, parents she thought it was a diaper and i i explained to her in a very simple wa- manner and she was around 6 7 years maybe 7 years mm. old so i just told her that you know all women when they grow up for a few a uh, few days every month they bleed a little okay and it is normal so you should not make them scared oh my god for them blood is something very uh, you know disastrous so tell them yes. it's, it's not painful it's okay it, it's normal and so we use this sanitary uh, pads for that so i was uh, reading somewhere where this uh, boy asked his uh, mother uh, or the uh, yeah this the small child asked his mother what is this she was i think using a tampon he saw a tampon and she said that you know it really sort of uh, every the same thing that every month uh, we bleed a bit and that's when i use this and this happens to women who who are not having babies like when there is no baby inside you you bleed so the next question was so are you not having a baby now mom mama said no So she said, "Why are you not having a baby?" So he said, "Because I have you, and I really love you, and I want to spend time with you." And then the child was very happy, and the child um went away. So again, mm-hmm. you know, children don't really hang on to the question and probe so much if they are satisfied and they know that you've given them a truthful answer. Do you yes. believe it's a good idea to actually ask the dads also to talk about this topic? Because generally, all these hush hush things are. coming to mama and Mom's mama again <laughs> of course it can uh, it will be good for the dads to talk also but again you also need to see what is the comfort level the child has with the father mm-hmm. how is the dad open to talking about it so it is it is uh, it'll be very nice if both of them to can sit together and they can talk about it but let's come back to this you know uh, the how to talk to children about their periods because this is very very important so so when when the when the child is around 4th 5th 6th standard that's when they start now you know they are getting it quite early so that's when you start telling them about how you know your stomach is getting lined up to make a baby every month your stomach gets ready just like how you're getting ready for a guest uh, to come home and you clean up the house and you you know keep everything neat and nice and then if the guest doesn't arrive you feel so bad and sometimes maybe you may start crying the same way when your stomach is lining up everything for the baby in the uterus and when the baby doesn't come then your then your uterus starts crying you make up small beautiful stories like this the children can are able to understand it better also how about the boys uh, because even they reach puberty they obviously do not yes. have such obvious things happening to them which can be experienced or seen we can't really point so, out yes so it is important for us to talk to boys about it as well so when you're talking to either boys or girls start off with how are how has your body changed okay start making mm-hmm. them aware of their body you've grown taller you've grown you know broader your weight has increased and uh, you started eating a little more because you feel more hungry then talk to them about the chemical changes the hormonal changes that is happening in their body tell them that their body is getting ready for reproduction tell them that this is what all living beings do give them examples of puppy or plants and you know so you are telling them that it is this is normal and this happens to all living things in nature and then tell them about you know what's going to happen to you uh, your voice is going to start cracking 
and then you your penis may start growing so you know it may it may also start becoming hard then you may have wet dreams which means you know uh, it sort of secretes um, you know something in the night you know tell them exactly what is happening and you know you, your child will come and talk to you about it and it's better that your child learns it from you rather than from somebody in the school the counselors in the school the teachers in the school do a wonderful job and even if when that happens you, your connection with your child should be such that he's open to come and talk to you and say hey mama this is what we did in school and you know mm-hmm. is this true what the teacher is telling me is this and that is very important okay. uh, kumkum uh, just going back to the topic we were discussing about uh, curiosity about other body parts uh, we we had a, a play date and one of the boy was actually undressing all the barbies just because he was curious to see what is inside yes and the mom uh, and the dad were very embarrassed yeah and they said that they were actually tackling this issue they were trying to explain this to the child for maybe a f- couple of months now but still the uh, his curiosity was not maybe uh, satisfied so is this normal and how uh, should should the parents really be worried about such things Yeah this is very normal for children at that age how old is he around 5 between 5 and 6 yeah so it is very very normal because this is the age they are exploring and they are curious so make it natural at home no if you are going to make it natural at home so explain these things to the child and tell the child that you know uh, this this is how girls are go- girls are and this is how their bodies are going to develop as they grow up this is how boys are and this is how boys bodies are going to develop but also it is important for us to respect each other's bodies right uh, not make fun of each other's bodies so when you talk to a child like this and tell them about respect tell them about you know drawing boundaries even there are some children small children you will see they just go on kissing everybody in the school and other kids get so angry with them so telling them you know about what is a, what is a kiss right a kiss is something that uh, that makes you feel good that makes you feel nice uh, so who who kisses you at home mama kisses you at home papa kisses you at home so kiss is something that we do within the family we don't take it outside the family right and when even somebody you know kisses you and you feel uncomfortable about it you must say no to it you must respect uh, you know you, your feelings and you must respect other pe- people's feelings so even if you want to kiss that boy or that girl in class because you feel she's your friend and you love her and when i'm talking about love at this age i'm talking about you have already explained to the child what is love about caring and sharing etc uh, the that other person may not like it so you must respect that so it depends on the way you um express it to your child as well without making the child feel uh, low in self confidence feel shame or guilt so you're not saying how did you do this you cannot kiss others it is not good the child he doesn't know what is good or bad he's just copying what he's seeing in the environment or he's doing what he thinks he has learned from people around so it is important as parents to never get you know um, embarrassed or uh, nervous or stressed but to understand why the child is doing something and to explain it right another uh, thing you know while growing up when especially with girls when they tend to lose their confidence or their body posture changes is when the breast develop starts developing yes. and then they want to hide it and that's why they, then there is a hump and all that so yes. uh, can why you 
why do you think they want to hide it because we haven't spoken to them about it mm-hmm. and now suddenly it's growing suddenly they feel mm-hmm. oh my god people are noticing it it is so shameful to have breasts have we as parents told them how nice and lovely it is as they are growing up and small small bits give them small small bits in every age so that you make it age appropriate as right yeah see so if i can summarize it the the yeah. best thing is that talk to your children okay about it don't hide things from your children however talk to them according to their age according to their maturity what you tell them has to be age appropriate content okay do not make them make them feel that what they are experiencing and what they are asking is natural there's nothing to shirk about there's nothing to be embarrassed about keep communication channels open so that they will discuss with you they are able to question you uh, with confidence that means you should not be judging them you should not be criticizing them for making certain statements or acting in certain ways you need to normalize their behavior just by talking and then there are a number of you know uh, books and videos on these things which you can watch with your child right thing i would like to end with if you don't know the answer for what your child is saying tell your child that i don't know the answer right now i will have to look it up i will need mm-hmm. more clarity i will get back to you on it and mm-hmm. do get back to your child on it don't mm-hmm. think it i will ignore it and i will not and the child will forget it no because i have observed this myself if i have i have forgotten it she will not bring it up to me or she will not remind it you know but at a later stage in a similar situation she will tell me that last time also you did not answer you forgot about it thank you so thank much you for uh, these very impactful insights Uh, because yes it doesn't seem very easy but at the same time it's all about communication is what i can you know what i feel now yeah and normalizing it yes thank you thank you for your time kumkum you're welcome thank you we enjoyed this conversation with kumkum and found it really useful and now we are keen to know about your feedback do write to us at partners in upbringing on facebook and instagram and by the way our next episode is coming on thursday the 30th of december with a renowned dentist from west midlands uk dr virender nazran so do tune in as we will be discussing about dental care for children until then goodbye stay safe and happy parenting happy parenting the content of this podcast is a copyright of the makers of this podcast partners in upbringing the information and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless stated please refer to https colon forward slash forward slash partners in upbringing dot buzzsprout dot com for further details